gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. It's been a while since we've brought Katina Kyle on the Paracast, and it's been a busy, crazy year for all of us, and we're glad to have her back. Katina, welcome back. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. We were talking about food before the show. (laughs) And she said her favorite food is Italian. And I was thinking the other day, I went to a place called Wildflower Bread Company. We had a few extra bucks, so Barbara got her Asian chicken salad. I got penne pasta with meatballs. Now, just as an example about meatballs, I was thinking... You know, nowadays, if we're going to be really chic about it, we would get plant-based meatballs. But Wildflower doesn't offer that. They offer plant-based chicken. But there's a company out there called Mama Mancini's. And I think they sell on Home Shopping Network and they're in grocery stores. And they have introduced a plant-based version of their meatballs. You know, like Impossible Burgers and, and Beyond Burgers, that kind of thing. So wouldn't that be nice to try plant-based meatballs? Or does anyone care? I haven't had plant-based anything yet, so. There are fast food houses that have that, you know. Actually, some of them are pretty good, uh, believe it or not, actually. (laughs) Are you sure it's actually plant-based? Totally. They're offering (laughs) plant-based from existing companies that do that. Like, for example, Impossible Burger. Also, there is Beyond Burger, and I think McDonald's is going to have them. Right now, you can get a Burger King Whopper with Impossible Meat, which is plant-based. You can go to Carl's Jr. and get a famous star Beyond Burger or something like that. I don't know the name. It's up to you. I like the Carl's Jr. one, if we're going to be specific. Carl's does not advertise on the Paracast. Maybe this will encourage them. I like that one. If I want a plant-based fast food burger, that one's pretty good. It's a little, shall we say, sweeter tasting than the real one. But, you know, they're they're making progress. There are also plant-based steaks out there. I haven't tried them yet. Yeah, that might be a little tougher. I mean, the, the burger is one thing. I can't believe it's not burger. <laughs> that's, that's what has nobody come up with that one yet. I've tried some of the, you know, the, the ground beef substitute, plant-based. I thought, well, I'll try some with this taco. And it was all pre-seasoned and everything else. And it tasted pretty damn good. Well, I believe one of the pizza places, I'm not sure whether it's Little Caesars, offers a plant-based meat topping. But steak, I don't know. That's going to be tougher. I mean, you're not just, that's just not going to happen, I don't think. Don't be negative about it. I mean, if they can have plant based chicken, why can't they have plant based steak? It's the texture. The texture of plant based hamburgers is pretty much the same as a regular hamburger. Yeah, but that's ground, right? Like a steak isn't ground. So, you know. I'm not sure about any of it. But I'll let you know if I ever try it. I'll let you know. I wonder, let's make this paranormal. I wonder, folks, if E.T. eats meat or they've gone plant-based. Really, Gene? (laughs) Well, they abduct cows and they have crop circles. So, I mean, you know, maybe they do both. 
Well, maybe that's the thing here. They're analyzing our cattle because they don't raise cattle over there on Proxima Centauri 7. They don't do that. So they come here to see how we do it. Or maybe it has nothing to do with ET, that the cattle mutilations are strictly a terrestrial phenomenon. Well, I guess, you know, we'd have to wait to see if we get any visitors from uh, Zeta Reticuli to say that, oh, you know, those those dastardly cattle rustlers from Proxima, you know, they've been raiding our, our cattle for, you know, the last few centuries, and we're just getting tired of that. So, you know. Right, but they don't refer to that as centuries. Okay, years are referred to as cycles. That comes from Farscape. Okay. Remember Farscape, folks? Uh, I never really got into it much because I didn't have the cable. Okay, well, basically it's about a guy who is an astronaut and he's testing out a new kind of spaceship and gets caught in a wormhole. And he finds himself on the other side of the galaxy where you find a bunch of strange characters, aliens, and they have... Jim Henson's son, Brian Henson, created some of the models for the aliens. Okay, I realized that went over like a lead balloon. Well, I just say, you know, I've never watched it. I've I've heard of it. You should probably check it out sometime. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a cult show. It was originally on Sci-Fi Channel. The only problem with, with it was is that they ended it after four seasons but they left it with major cliffhangers that would have been resolved had there been a season five. So finally, after the fans clamored for it, they raised the money to make a two-part miniseries called Farscape, The Peacekeeper Wars, where they wrapped up the scenes. They wrapped up all the plot threads. The problem is that if you're a member of Amazon Prime, I have no idea how it's distributed in Canada, but for example, Katina can get it. But what happens is, is that you get Farscape free. But if you want the final two episode miniseries, you have to pay for it. That's how they get you. Yeah, that's the only way to close up the show. I wish they'd do that with Bryce Zabel's Dark Skies, because uh, that was just... And the 4400, too. Do you like sci-fi, Katina? I do, and Lost in Space is my personal favorite, really. Oh, really? The, the, like, Which the, one? The, the one on Netflix or I mean, the no, original? The, very, the old one. The old, oh, old. the old one, yeah. With Robbie the Robot or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Billy Mummy, of course. Yeah. Who was one of the featured players? I mean, of the I team. like the new one, too. I mean, I watched the new one on Netflix, too, so it's... It's pretty well, good. he was he was one of the featured players in Babylon Five. Oh, really? Okay. Of course, Babylon Five, B Five. Still a big B Five fan here. The one of the best sci-fi series ever put out. The only problem with Babylon Five is that so many of the original stars have died. Yeah. Well, that happens, you know. That's when I, I'm not even sure when the last show that they did was. It must have been back in the 90s or something like that. Yes, it was. The to the contrary, I think all or most of the original stars for Stargate SG1 and its sequels are still around. 
Yeah. Farscape, I think only one of the original players is gone. Really? So, yeah, you, I guess, you know, we'll just have to look forward to some of the new actors that are coming up. And I'll tell you, OK, final thing before we get to the paranormal, folks. I think they're trying to bring back Farscape. Remember, the original players, of course, Ben Browder and Claudia Black were the main players. They're thinking of bringing back Stargate SG-1 in some form with at least some of the original players. So that's interesting. It's not just a reboot. It is bringing back some of the original characters. It's not, as, for example, like they do on TV where they bring back like Magnum P.I., but of course Tom Selleck is not in it because he's 75 years old now and is the featured player in another TV show. So I don't know if anyone cares. Or that Hawaii Five O came back for 10 seasons with totally different players, but the original production staff. None of this makes sense. Katina Kyle is joining us, and we're starting with pop culture, but that will disappear when we fade into another universe through the Stargate or something. With Gene and Randall, you're in The Paracast. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. If there's a sudden disaster and you can't get to the grocery store or they're all out of food, what would you do? You'll wish you had emergency food to get you through the crisis. And that's why we're here. We're MyPatriotSupply.com, America's leading source of emergency food. Our food lasts for up to 25 years, and millions of families trust us for their disaster survival. Won't you join us? Unlike other food companies, we don't skimp on calories. Our meals give you more than 2,000 calories per day. Why? Because that's what you need to survive any challenging crisis. And right now, you can save $50 on our popular four-week emergency food kit. Just go to MyPatriotSupply.com and place your order. We ship fast, two to three days max. And your food arrives discreetly right to your door. So order today and save $50 at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? 
It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Schools are opening. So much opportunity to share not just memories of 2020, but germs. Worrying about your child bringing a cold or flu home is a thing of the past. Today, we have to be concerned about COVID. That's why you need to be sure your kids are protected in their school with the one-of-a-kind patented Safe Air Network equipment that continuously decontaminates not only air, but all surfaces. 99.9% decontamination in three minutes to begin with. And then continuously, so if any of the air or surfaces get recontaminated, no worries. Safe Air Network is not only the only system that cleans air and surfaces, it's chemical free and 100% safe to use in an occupied room. The equipment is plug and purify, the easiest equipment to use as soon as it is received. Contact Safe Air Network now at safeairnetwork.com. That's safeairnetwork.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. From another universe, Katina Kyle, K-Town. And we're talking here pop culture, but I think... We should get into something more related to our strange, weird world. Katina, have you been following this stuff about the Pentagon UAP task force? Not real closely, unfortunately, I haven't. Uh, I've been on my X-Files kick whenever I get, you know, some downtime. But no, I haven't. But I'll try to chime in if I can, you know. I've just been like doing a lot of paranormal type shows here lately with my own Well, that is paranormal, obviously. Yeah, it is. But I've been doing more hauntings and things like that. Conspiracy type things. So I've been having to focus on that. Read a lot of books, things like that. Forget the election conspiracies and all that nonsense. What paranormal conspiracies are in vogue now? I think a lot of people are very concerned. And I say, and I'm only going to touch base on this. Okay, we don't have to go into a big spill about it. But people are just very apprehensive about the vaccines and they're getting a lot of misinformation about what's in them and will they be hurt by them things like that i think the whole covid thing has really just upset a lot of people and i personally have had covid i talked to randall about that and it was bad for me and my family you know i just want to say no we haven't been vaccinated i don't know if we will or not but i think that right there is really taking over a lot of conversations it's it's, it's took over two of my <laughs> recent interviews and i had to bring him back to you know our original 
reason for for um, having him on the show. But people just are getting pulled in that di- direction for some reason. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't want to get into the vaccination stuff because I just think it's too troublesome. No medical solution is perfect. There are always going to be side effects. There's always going to be a small number of people who are, are impacted negatively, like, for example, the J&J and AstraZeneca vaccines. There is a tendency or possibility of blood clots, but women who take birth control pills have a higher percentage of potential blood clots. And in the case of the J&J vaccine, there is apparently a cure. The doctor can administer if you have unusual symptoms, you go to your doctor and your doctor will take care of you. So I don't want to get into vaccine conspiracies because when they had a wide number of people who wouldn't take like measles vaccine, have their kids take measles vaccine or smallpox, suddenly there were outbreaks of diseases, childhood diseases that we all thought were gone years ago. As I said, I think all medicines or medical solutions have potential side effects. And when you exaggerate them and when you make up stories, that's the problem. I think the problem right now, which we could get into because the paranormal can be covered, is that we have polarized realities where people live in different bubbles. And because people live in different bubbles, there is no consistency and you can't talk to the person in the other bubble. I mean, there is a central set of facts from which you can base an opinion. You know, it's like the old phrase, you're entitled to your opinions, but not your facts. But the problem is your facts do not matter anymore to a lot of people. And when you're trying to look at the reality of the paranormal, suddenly you get into quicksand. You're exactly right. You know, I've, uh, I'm have i struggling with that. I really am. And if it's going to affect travel, I don't know. And I hope that, that it doesn't. I hope they don't go that far with it. But I want to be able to travel, and I don't want to be restricted from that. But having the vaccine, I, I really don't know if I will go through with it, to be honest with you. But anyway, I mean, we don't have to talk about that. I wanted to ask you, since you brought it up about the task force there, is it is it being con- conducted by the Naval Intelligence Office? Is that, is that who's doing it or, or no? It is a Pentagon-based study. Okay, it's called the Pentagon UAP Task Force. It is a group that is assigned to look into UAP, UFO reports, and to make some assessment. Now, the official assessment is they're looking to see if these sightings represent threats to national security, which I think is the exit strategy. And that is, they can say, well, we're going to see if maybe these are drones or aircraft from other countries, the Russians are doing it, the Iranians, the Chinese, whatever. They're responsible and they can do kind of what was done originally in the early days of the UFO field and conclude that the phenomenon does not represent a threat to national security. Goodbye. End of story. On the other hand, the spectra of off-world origin goes in there and you have people now that you do not expect to say anything favorable about UFOs, like former CIA directors Woolsey and Brennan, okay, saying something is going on that needs to be investigated. Now, you don't have heads of the CIA saying this. 
Why would they admit this? I mean, I had an email from somebody who tried to put it in political terms. Well, they're discredited because of this, that, and the other thing. And most of it was nonsense. The point being here is, let's not forget, why would people of that sort who have access supposedly to all the state secrets or did at one time make these statements positive about UFOs? Why would someone like John Podesta, who was a chief of staff, worked with the administrations for Clinton, Obama, and would have worked with Hillary Clinton had she been elected, why would he say positive things about UFOs and write a positive forward for UFO book? So that's number one. Number two, the UAP task force is supposed to have a report six months after the original military appropriations bill was passed in late December, meaning late June. Okay, they could say at the time we're still looking into it. We take it seriously. End of story. Two paragraphs. Or they could say it does not indicate a potential threat to the U.S. End of story. They could say nothing. And then what is Congress going to do? Withhold the military budget because this crazy task force doesn't report? But it's still talking about conspiracies and secrecy and everything, Katina. What do you think about former heads of the CIA being positive about UFOs? Well, here's my question. I mean, why would they tell us the truth now? I mean, why would anyone believe them now? Um, I think they have created an atmosphere among everyone in the world, not just Americans, that they can't be trusted. I mean, I don't know if I will believe anything they ever say about anything um, because there, there, there's been so much cover-up. Admittedly, you know, they have not told the truth about a lot of things. And we know they've lied about certain things. So what else have they lied about? I mean, how will we ever know the truth? Like, I put I put this question to Friedman. Let's have that response in our next segment. What did okay. Stanton Friedman, the late Stanton Friedman, say? With Katina, Gene, and Randall, you're in The Paracast. listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us at advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. 
USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. The CDC says more than 103 million Americans have now been fully vaccinated against COVID, as more than 243 million doses of vaccine have been administered. Cases have also been falling nationwide, with a seven-day average of around 50,000 new cases reported per day, their lowest point since last fall. With cases falling and vaccination rates rising, some cities and states have been lifting restrictions and announcing plans for fully reopening. Dr. Anthony Fauci says if vaccination rates keep staying high, those plans won't be premature. The White House's chief medical advisor tells MSNBC that the U.K. variant of the virus, currently the dominant strain in the country, could still reverse the positive trends. We can defeat it, no doubt, because the vaccine works very well against this particular variant. There's no doubt about that, which is all the more reason why we should be getting vaccinated. This is USA Radio News. There are new pushes to get high schoolers vaccinated against COVID now that shots are available to everyone 16 and older across the country. That comes as school districts return to full-time in-class instruction and some deal with outbreaks. Colorado is one of those states seeing a rise in cases among young people. But Governor Jared Polis says he has no intention of changing guidelines for returning to classrooms. He tells CNN that the data they have shows that schools have a generally low infection rate. The data that we have uh, continues to show that schools are a relatively safe place um, in that they're controlled. There's mask wearing. It's not that there's zero transmission in schools. Of course there is. But the transmission in schools seems to be a function of the general community transmission rate. So when it's high in a community, it's also high in the schools. When it's low in a community, it's lower in the schools. And so that's what we're seeing. I, I think another Another factor at play here is as more parents and grandparents are vaccinated and their younger children aren't, they're going out, they're doing things. And while the disease may be much more minor for 15 and 18 year olds, uh, it's still something that, that, you know, we should take precautions against. You're listening to USA Radio News. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. This is me, the Merciless. You are listening to the Paracast. The gold standard of paranormal radio, exactly according to my plan. As our listeners know, Stan Friedman was a frequent guest on the Powercast, and we did a show with him. I know you were on there, Randall, where we actually asked him some questions about his personal life, which were illuminating because he seldom talked about it. This was, what, a year or two before he died? So, Katina, what did Stan say? Uh, yes, Stanton. I asked him, I said, you've tried for years, many years to bring forth the truth and kind of try to figure out, you know, what is going on with the government? You know, what are they covering up exactly? And they have deliberately 
played with the public's mind and manipulated the public and have been the source of fake photos and disinformation and all that stuff. How in the world do you make the public believe anything? I mean, they could literally present an alien in front of everyone and no one would believe it. You know, they could present authentic, real video of an alien spacecraft landing somewhere on a stadium or something inside a stadium or anywhere. No one would believe it. How do you get past that? Well, it's the same thing. It's the same thing that we have here with the president. Right now, a high percentage of Republicans believe the election of Joseph R. Biden as president of the United States was seriously compromised. They don't believe he's president. So if he were to come up there, of course, the same thing might have been said with Trump for Democrats, for some Democrats. But if President Biden gets up there and says, my fellow Americans were being visited by E.T., a sizable number of people would say, oh, no, he's making it up, just as would have happened with Trump. And I said the same thing with Obama, because it was a polarized country then. If Obama said, that we're being visited by E.T., we wouldn't believe him. Now, that's how this country has changed. Now, maybe Bill Clinton, maybe George H.W. Bush, maybe even George W. Bush, if they had said we're being visited by E.T., it would be believed, but you make the point there. Why should we take them seriously? Then again, what about people who say we want to have UFO disclosure? Why believe it? If they did disclose, what are they really hiding? Is that kind of what you're saying here? Yes, that's exact. So why now? Why are we to sit up and pay attention to the videos being released by the Pentagon and things like that? Why now? I think people just need to use caution and not be so eager to believe everything that they're saying and doing. There is a reason for it, and I don't know what it is, but I'm just saying I I always encourage people to just not uh, just to withhold judgment and their supposed uh, forthcomings now after so many years, you know, and that's my concern. I mean, I just, I still do my show and I still hope to present people with information and guests that kind of, you know, have insight on it, but I still know that it's, 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 it's something we'll probably never figure out what's going on ever. I mean, I don't know if we will or not, but It's frustrating, Gene. (laughs) Okay, so what would they be hiding? Okay. Now, we assumed in the past, or the general assumption was made, is that they were hiding the alleged truth that UFOs are extraterrestrial. And now it looks like over the past few years, there is a gradual disclosure coming about. Okay, so if they want to hide evidence that UFOs are extraterrestrial, why now hint that they might be moving in that direction to admit that fact? What is the real secret being hidden here? That's a great point. Um, yeah, what what are they hiding? Um, from my um, experience and my many interviews that I've conducted and researching this stuff, even the president, I mean, they've never known what's going on with some of this stuff. You know, there is a government within the government and the president has no control over it. And that's sad. And that was mentioned several times. I think even Clinton said it in one of his 
uh, interviews, you know, there's a government within the government and I have no control over what's going on there. So, um, yeah, it is um, concerning, to say the least. I mean, for me, um, I would like to know, Gene, um, from from your previous interviews, have you interviewed anyone that says, you know, have kind of taken the, the biblical stance as far as ETs are concerned? I mean, have you had that point of view ever discussed on your show? If you mean the ancient astronauts, countless times we had Eric Von Daniken on the show at one time, and we had a religious scholar named David Halper, an old friend of mine who is now a retired professor. But he came on there, and he pretty much debunked what Von Daniken was saying in very short, well-educated references because he understands his biblical background. He doesn't believe that E.T. was here 2,000 years ago, whatever. But yeah, we've discussed it quite a few times. That, of course, anyone who's a fan of Stargate SG-1, that TV show is based on the legend of ancient astronauts. Very much so. The question is, is that possible? Sure, it's possible. I don't know. We can't assume with UFOs that the beginning date was 1947. It was not. Or 1897. It was not. Or before that. If we're being visited by extraterrestrials, when would they have first begun to visit us? Right. Um, I want to know if you guys have heard about any type of... Well, no, this is what I want to ask you about. Um, That object that was found out in the desert by some, I think they were uh, some guys counting bighorn sheep out somewhere. I don't know where it was, but the little, the, the it wasn't little. It was like a weird uh, silver-shaped monolith type thing that they found. Did you guys hear any information about that? I mean, I heard it was there one minute and gone the next. Katina, yeah, I remember running across that article and and following up a bit on it, and it's about the same as uh, what, I mean, your your perceptions are about the same as mine. It was there. It was interesting. People did have a look at it. People started to uh, check it out. It did appear to be perfectly just terrestrial in origin. Like, uh, you know, it's almost like some sort of uh, art project that somebody just decided to put out in the desert. And... uh, so, that, you know, there was nothing weird about it other than it was this weird art object out in the desert. And then uh, somebody, yeah. you know, the, nobody knows if the, if the person who made it came and got it or if, you know, people that were out there thought, well, I'm just going to take this home. You know, so maybe somebody's got it in their basement. I don't know. Yeah, that was interesting. Um I've, I've, uh, you know, I can't think of the name of the program right now, and it escapes me. It escapes me. I'm sorry about that. But there is a program that I have watched on, and I think it was Celine had it on. Um, it's about UFOs. It's another. It's like it's like ancient aliens, but not really. They actually go out and they um, talk to people that were involved in um, government projects and ufo sightings they look at the history of ufo sightings and kind of try to investigate those but they they ran across they ran across a drone video um where 
a gentleman was he was doing some surveying i think and he he caught a ufo um going through his shot at very high speed i mean the only way he saw it was he was going back through and he's editing and kind of just happened to slow it down at the point where the ufo crossed in front of his um did you see that I think I know the one you're talking about. This was like a year or two ago, right, or something. And yeah. was it that out west? Was it? And there was some like First Nations people. With it, how, if I remember correctly. And by the way, neighbors, Katina Kyle will stick with us for this weekend's episode of After the Powercast, and that's available exclusively for Powercast Plus members. Check the Powercast Plus for more information. Katina, Jean, and Randall, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. Silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at Silverlungs.com. That's Silverlungs.com. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP 
is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Visit GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Lose weight and look great with ASAP, as slim as possible. Every day we take steps to keep the people we love safe, but some health risks are easy to miss. Ticks hiding in the yard can spread germs that can cause Lyme disease and Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Mice searching for sources of food can spread bacteria and disease. Mosquitoes breed in standing water and can transmit illnesses like West Nile virus and Zika virus. Cockroaches are drawn to water in the home and can leave behind allergens that trigger asthma attacks. Stinging insects attack in defense of their nests and send more than half a million people to the emergency room every year. Household pests are a threat to our health. Learn what you can do to protect your family at pestworld.org. This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. You're asking a question. I answer yes, it is the Paracast. Katina Kyle joining us this week. Continue. I don't remember what you're talking about here, Randall. I don't recall the name of the case right now or, or the, the the people involved, like just off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure if it's the one that we're thinking of, that's been fairly convincingly debunked, despite the fact that it seemed to be pretty okay. up. Yeah. If it's the same one I'm thinking of, and and what's really interesting about that is even if that's not the same one, this phenomena where you you have the object go streaking by in the video, and then people slow it down and go, oh look, I caught this thing on video. I was able to look at the analysis of that, and you can apply the same sort of thinking to a lot of other videos. I'm not a video expert here, so you know probably if people are out there trying to fact check me, they'll need to get onto the forum and and clear this up a bit, but. Uh, my understanding is is there is a frame rate to the videos and that if you're actually taking a video of something that is real and objective and out there in front of the lens that is going that fast, it's not going to show up as anything clear on an individual frame because it just doesn't have the time to grab it. So when they were able to slow these frames down and have a closer look at it, you could see how it looked very much like it was just inserted into the image after the fact, compared to what it would have been if it had been an, an actual object out there that was streaking by that fast. Because there's just no way that there could it could be in all the frames, right? Right, right. It's just because it went by, it's faster than the frame rate. So how is that even possible, that it could be in all the frames that way, right? From a sheer logic perspective, even though you know people are claiming it's real, well, this is how I look at things. If it's if it doesn't seem to be logically possible, then there probably must be another explanation. And the logical one is that it was inserted in, whether they knew how it was done or not. Right. You know, I'm not um, saying 
they faked it. Maybe somebody, you know, who knows how it happened. It's just not what they think it is. Right. And I totally, I totally get that. But I do believe on this one, they actually had it analyzed by one of the premier professionals that break down film. And we're probably thinking about two different incidents here because uh, I'm sure on the show, he said it was authentic, uh, whatever he caught on there. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying. You know, if it's going so fast, you're right. It can't, there's no way it can be in every frame of the film. You know, it's just no way. Anyway, um, let me see here. There's something else I was going to talk to you about. Oh yeah. I was having the, the uh, discussion with a friend of mine and we were trying to, Actually, uh, we got on and, and on Skype and kind of just going through some things and talking about the prolific amount of sightings in Mexico. And I don't know why that's happening. Mexico and Brazil seem to have a ton of sightings. And I haven't been able to ever get that reporter, that UFO investigator on the show. Who is the guy that does all the, the UFO reports from Mexico? What is his name? You know his name? You know what I'm talking Antonio about? Antonio Junez or... I know who you're talking about, and he's somebody who, frankly, has a very questionable reputation. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's the one who seized upon this alleged slides of the not-Roswell slides, as they called it. And I forget the guy's name. We did talk about this event, which took place in Mexico. And on that show, we had Red Pill Junkie. And even Richard Dolan came on because he had gone to Mexico to do this. And I keep forgetting he is a very big self-promoter of a sort that we don't really like. And he, if I'm thinking who he was or is, he's not somebody that I would necessarily recommend. What did Richard Dolan say about it? I have, I've never had him on the show. But yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Dolan took a skeptical look at what happened, but he was a little waffly there about how he got sucked in to attending this event in Mexico City, the Roswell Slides event. That's the area where things got a little crazy. The way it worked out, the show was May 10th, 2015. We had Miguel, Red Pill Junkie, on the show. And then I noticed that Richard Dolan was online. And I said, Richard, you were there. Would you like to come on the show for a while? So he appeared on the show. And then he came on again later on in the year, June 28th, 2015. Unfortunately, we have not heard from him since. He's been busy promoting his publishing company and himself and everything. And I don't know, it looks like his work kind of stopped after that. He's still around, still doing lectures and radio shows. But the kind of work that we like to talk to him about, he's not doing anymore. So if you're talking about that guy in Mexico, I can't remember his name offhand. You know who I'm talking about, Randall? Cuneus, wasn't it? Is that No, Antonio Cuneus is not it. Okay. Uh, no, Antonio is a legitimate Yeah, he's all right. Journalist, that's what I'm talking about. Antonio, I think from... Chile or somewhere, but he's a leg- legitimate investigator. I do know who you're talking about, but my brain's not working today. Okay, you know. It's Thank like- you very much. Your brain <laughs> is his name Jamie. Either. Is it Jamie? No. I'll know it when you say it. 
Ah, Mosan. Oh, I can't remember. Mosan. Hi, yeah. Mosan. Yes. And we actually were going to have to try to get him on the show early in the days of the Paracast with the first co-host. And, of course, the problem is here, he knew about our reputation and realized if he came on the Paracast, he would be bloodied seriously in terms of being interviewed and trying now, to present come on, a logical Gene. presentation. That'll make him feel comfortable so he spills whatever and, he knows. And then yeah, but you remember, the original co-host would not suffer fools gladly here. Jaime Musan would not have survived that in any way that was reasonable. He would have been shot relentlessly with verbal bullets. <laughs> we, since then, we still will do it, but we don't do it quite as viciously. We just correct the facts. Like a few weeks ago, somebody who wrote a book, an encyclopedia of lunar mysteries, and spent too much space talking about old UFO flying saucer contactees from the 50s who were long since debunked. And I kind of shattered her belief system because I simply recited the facts about these people. And she never heard this before. Probably didn't want to hear it. And she'd been on all sorts of shows, including Coast to Coast, where no one actually asked her questions about what was in the book, I guess. Because it was in the book, so I asked her the questions. And she even started talking about maybe, oh, I maybe should withdraw my participation. I said, no, you're not, because the show has already been submitted to the network, and that's it. But this brings <laughs> up an interesting point, okay? Um, because now we've entered this age of cancel culture, okay? So if you're not really careful... The next thing you know, you've got this whole contingent on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else that is saying, you know, like, get rid of these people on, on the radio or whatever it is. Now, it's going to be a lot harder for them to do that to us because we're much more independent. But still, Katina, from your perspective, you're in the media as well. And so, you know, where do we draw that line? Like, I understand what you're saying about trying to be diplomatic with people, but at the same time, we we can't be, I guess, too conciliatory. We have to have some respect for the truth. Does and and that's another question. But what about this cancel culture, cancel culture thing? And can anybody tell the truth anymore if it's going to make people upset without fearing that they're going to get, uh, you know, slimed by these people? Yeah, I think it's sad. Um... And I, I listen, I bring a lot of controversial guests on my show that say a lot of things that floor people. And uh, I have come up against my listeners want me to be a little uh, argumentative with my guests and kind of just grill them and stuff. I don't want to do that because I didn't do the research. I didn't do the research. And so I don't know what the, if they're saying what they're saying is true or not. What my job is or what I try to do is ask them great questions, make them feel very relaxed and very um, secure in knowing that I'm not passing any judgment on whatever they're saying, because I want them to spill it. I want them to spill all of it. Folks, we need to spill this. Okay. <laughs> Katina, Gina, Randall, you're in the Paracast. 
for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day. But supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at ImmuneSupportNow.com. That's ImmuneSupportNow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. No, I appreciate your approach there. Let people talk and present their point of view. Now, we go a different way. We're more 60 minutes over here. Because I feel like already we've been told what to think all the time. And I try to not ever cross that line and insert my own opinions, own thoughts on what my guest is saying. I may agree with some things. And I may tell them that if it's just outlandish, I may say, no, I don't agree with that. Or I have to look into that or whatever. But I don't want to ever come across that I'm trying to influence the thoughts of my listeners because that's not why I'm there. I'm not there for that. They need to use their own brains. And I say it all the time. Do your own research. Listen, have an open mind and let these people tell you what they found. And you decide ultimately if you want to believe it or not. If you do, fine. If you don't, great. Let's just move on to something else. But to cancel people and to tell people they can't say such and such. And I I have had listeners say don't allow him to come on the show because he's talking about such and such or whatever i can't do that i mean he has a right to say whatever he wants regardless of what i think and just as much as you do when you're telling me not to have him on there you see what i'm saying well in our particular case i think if somebody says things that are so obviously blatantly fraudulent or is engaged in a way to separate people from their money 
and is not presenting anything that at least is well thought out, even if it's not something we agree with, we're not going to put them on unless the person is engaged in something where they need to be exposed. Like we had a guy named Bill Nell. Now, Bill Nell had acquired a reputation of number one, selling stuff that he failed to deliver. Number two, taking people's multimedia presentations and selling them as his own without permission. And then making phony statements about things that he said or was quoted as saying in major publications. Now, he hung up the phone after about an hour or less after we talked to him. But in this particular case, this person needed to be given the 60 minutes treatment, which we did. This guy was somebody who was deceiving the public. On the other hand, somebody brings out a claim that is obviously provably false, even if they're not necessarily being crooks about it. And we know what the facts are. We're going to say this is what the facts are. And we're going to bring them up in our discussions with that particular guest. On the other hand, if we don't know, and the guest has something interesting to say, we'll bring them on the show and and let them say what they want. It's when we know one way or the other what's going on that we'll insert our two cents or four cents or something like that. Like I said, different than what you do, but this is the way we set the show up. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. I mean, to each is only, I mean, you can do whatever you want. It's your show. And I totally get it. Like, you know, I think maybe once or twice I have felt like someone was blowing smoke, just ridiculous things, you know, and I have refused to release the show. You know, I do have a couple of those uh, um, that I've trashed, but uh, for the most part, if I feel like, okay, it's great entertainment either way, I'll let it ride. But I usually do not ever try to grill people. You know, like I said, I just want them to just tell me whatever it is, no matter how outlandish it sounds. And just let my listeners decide in the end. But I totally get how you want to do it. And that's that's perfectly fine. Oh, what's interesting about your show, Katina, and when I am listening to it, and it keeps me listening to it, is your style. And when you talk about asking great questions, that is a really valuable thing. I've completely stopped listening to a lot of other shows out there, including, you know, even Coast to Coast. I, I just don't bother anymore because what happened there is like, Gene was saying it just it went just completely the other direction where it didn't matter what the guest was saying was like, wow, really, you know, that's there were no real probing questions, not even really good questions. It was just let the guests talk about whatever they want. And like you were saying, it's not up to the host to to judge what is being said. But you're a little different. It's not like you don't ask questions or just let them get away with anything. You just ask them differently and they're good questions you've got a very good show and a very good presence and this is your turn to talk about the way that you do your show and state some of your opinions because we're interviewing you today so you can say whatever you want (laughs) (laughs) well i appreciate it i really do i mean uh not everybody's going to agree obviously and i tell them this it's okay and i want people to know even my own son you know it's okay to think differently it's okay to think outside the box and not believe what everybody else believes but i i want my listener to get something out of if it just as long as they get something out of it i'm happy and and for the most part the majority of them are very very appreciative of how i approach my 
uh, interviews, you know, and I don't think I will ever change that, even though like it, it does go against my grain to listen to other uh, hosts not yours. There's another one that I can name. I don't want to name him, but he just really upsets me and he can be downright disrespectful to people. And that, <laughs> that oh, I have literally, <laughs> I have literally no, no lie. Randall had the same guest on my show and have apologized for his stuff. You know, I'm yeah, like, uh, I thought it was appalling. Out. Part of it is also <laughs> is that that's another form of entertainment where you bring people on the show to trash them. It is. But you don't you just are. trash it, them it really, gently. I know. People you, love them. You love yell them. and scream at them. You cut them off. And I can name certain people on certain TV networks that do that. They basically come on there to provoke people with totally nonsensical things. And well, I don't want to mention. Jerry Springer was all about? For well, years. this is a, more of a modern day individual who probably has learned a few things from Jerry Springer. But when he, I will just say one thing he said, and I will not identify the person. When he said during the course of one of his rants that if you see a parent with children wearing masks playing outside, which is not unusual in the pandemic world in which we live, you should call child services or the police and have the parents arrested. Now, that is what the person said on TV, national TV, before millions of listeners. I am not going to say who that person is, but that goes too far. I don't have a problem being entertaining. I don't have a problem with being provocative. I think we try to play the middle ground here. We're going to ask those questions and we'll expose the fakers when we have the opportunity, but we'll also have a pleasant conversation with people. But we're not going to be disagreeable about it. You know, we're not going to yell and scream at people because I think that may serve in terms of entertainment value, but nobody learns anything. At least if we have a debate, a healthy debate about something where somebody says something that's outrageous and is exposed as being outrageous, we're not yelling and screaming about it. We're simply presenting something to illuminate a subject where two people have different opinions we will have that expressed to illuminate. Now, there have been exceptions, a few of them. I'll give you one example on After the Powercast. We had Don Ecker, everybody's favorite curmudgeon, and Tim Beckley. And they had at each other over something, which I did not expect, because the language is unfettered on After the Powercast. They said things they could not say on the Powercast because we're observing FCC rules and regulations here being on traditional radio. But there it kind of went over the edge a little bit, but it was entertaining, and I knew these people were actually friends. So it didn't matter that they were yelling and screaming at each other. So sometimes it gets there, but it's not something we would normally do unless it just happens. Sometimes things just happen. Which is fine, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that's a perfect example of people you know, you understand the dynamic, you can tell what's going on, and, you know, everybody walks away from the conversation going, hey, well, that was fun, you know, let's do it again sometime. You know, that's pretty, that's very different from some of the other things I've I've, I've heard <laughs> out there. But, but well, I'm going to break in a minute here. We'll okay. have, of course, Katina Kyle staying with us for After the Powercast, available to Powercast Plus subscribers. 
A lot more to talk about, and Randall's going to open up with a question in our next segment. With Gene and Randall and Katina, you're in The Paracast. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. I tried other brands, but I came back to my sunshine. For the best hot or cold pain relief, get the best. Get a Sunny Bay heating pad. Sometimes life can be a pain in the neck or back or shoulder. And the best relief for that pain is a Sunny Bay heating pad. Did you know that the American College of Physicians said that one of the best ways to treat muscle pain is heat therapy? Sunny Bay heating pads are handmade with high quality, can be used at home or at work, and have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. Why take another pill? Many people use our Sunny Bay heating pads alone and got rid of the neck pain. Long distance travel or long hours in front of a computer can take its toll on your body. Our homegrown small business tries to help people just like us. That's why we design and test our handmade products with great care before we introduce them to the public. You can easily find Sunny Bay heating pads on Amazon. Just go to Amazon.com and search for Sunny Bay heating pads. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils, but what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, 
furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish. GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA, insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. This is Micah Hanks of the Gray Alien Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. With Gene and Randall and Katina Kyle, listening to a fascinating discussion about pop culture, about the paranormal, and about how we present information about the strange and unknown. Randall? Yeah, just before the break there, like both you guys were talking about the content and the quality of the content, and that just brings up this whole other concept besides the cancel culture, which is the fake news thing. So, you know, while we have a responsibility to present what our guests are wanting to get out, don't we also have a responsibility to make sure that we're not participating in this whole fake news thing. You know, I wanted to throw one thing out here, the origin of the word fake news. It was invented, of course, by Trump. But he admitted to CBS correspondent Leslie Stoll why he used the term fake news. So he didn't invent the term, but he basically popularized it. He said the reason he does that is because if you say something that, you know, puts him in a bad light, his defense will say, oh, that's fake news. That's it. It's just a dodge. It's a way to avoid having one's viewpoints corrected when they're false by saying, I'm not the liar, you're the liar. That's how it came about. I agree with you, though, that there is too much deliberate fake news. And once you say it, if someone else corrects it, it gives more Credence, because some people will say the corrections are fake news. I'll give you one example politically, but that I, I don't want to get into politics. There was a story that came in a British newspaper claiming, based on the work of a university, that Joe Biden, as part of his climate change plan, would limit your consumption of beef to four pounds a year. Okay, now that was a completely incorrect story based on a really bad interpretation of something that was picked up by the conservative news media as true. It wasn't. And it went on there and candidates, members of Congress tweeted it. Turns out that eventually the conservative news source that was giving it lots of promotion, Fox News, went back and said, no, 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 we learn this is not true. Hey, that's cool. You admit there was a mistake. But there are people out there who are still repeating the lie and they won't correct it. That's where we get okay. into Wait a minute. Wait, 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 Gene. Wait, you have to think, okay, the lies didn't just start. They've been printing and saying crazy outlandish things for a long time in the media. My what whole I'm saying issue to you is the is phrase now, fake news comes okay, from that Yeah, source. I'm going to speak on that. Hold on one second. Okay, so now... I don't know if it's because Trump uh, made this term popular or not, but now 
if someone says anything in the media, like I said, they've been spewing lies for a long time. Now they'll deem it fake news and they're using that to censor and that's wrong. And so that's the problem. Like we, we can't allow that. Okay. We can't allow them to censor people. They, they are already starting to censor certain podcasters and censor certain episodes that they don't want you to let the public hear. That's my whole issue with it. I mean, um, um, I totally get that. No, you shouldn't, uh, perpetuate lies and kind of feed into it and make people believe something that's not true, but come on, it's, it's been happening for a long, long time. And it's scary when people just sit back and allow them to censor people because someone is sitting in their chair deeming something is fake news. It may may even be a, an episode you put out or I put out. They'll deem it fake news, you know, and we know that some of it is true or maybe all of it's true, but someone's making that determination. And I think that's where we need to, to draw the line and be very careful of what we are allowing to happen. But there is harmful speech. Someone could be promoting something that could cause violence. You need to have a certain level of controls or at totally least fact that. check. Totally if you know that. something that can have a major impact, that could cause totally violence. Yes. You're right. You You're at right. least we, fact we have check to it. Stop that. But right. the, the key is to bear in mind, too, Katina, is that in something like this, a private company has the right to control its content. Whether you like their decision or not, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. This is not the same thing as the government suppressing free speech. The First Amendment applies to government actions, not to the actions of private companies. They have a right to do what they want, whether you like it or not. If you don't like it, go somewhere else or protest. You have the right to protest, but that is their right. You have the right, for example, as a host of a radio show to say, I'm not going to put this on the air because I consider this not just fake, false, but harmful. I have that right. You have that right. The point being here is that something made by a private company, whether you like it or not, is their right to do. As not I said, if you don't like it, you. Don't no, like it's it, not. It's not. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Randall, so because so I got something to say to like this is a really interesting conversation, you guys, like on on all sides, because, right, we've got the government there. And then there's this idea that there's freedom of speech and freedom of, for people to conduct business the way that they see fit. And and that's good. But then we what we end up with is these mega corporations that are more powerful than the government that end up as their own little fiefdoms and end up doing all the things that the government was intended to regulate and prevent from happening because they they kind of are shielded by this freedom you know that the, the capitalist way or whatever you want to call it there are some buffers there is things like truth in advertising you can't just lie or your your company can get fined and shut down if necessary so there there are some some regulations right so both of you guys like how do we deal with that I think it has to be a balance myself. And this is something where, in terms of a private company, if fewer people use the service, especially ad-driven, because ad-driven companies like a Facebook or a Google, etc., if fewer people visit, 
fewer advertisers will pay to use their facilities and they will make less money. That will help persuade them what kind of things they can do and what content they could regulate. Then again, people on different sides of the coin may say, this should be suppressed because it's a lie, or at least fact-checked. And I think because of the situation we're in now, where you have these gatekeepers presenting stuff that can have violent results, and we know a couple of instances where that has happened, there are downright fraudulent that can have a major impact like an election. If you say that John Smith is a crook, and John Smith is not a crook, but you post information about that guy being a crook, and that person therefore loses his job, that person is not elected because of a false impression, okay, who regulates that content? Gene Randall and Katina, you're in the Paracast. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. Silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at Silverlungs.com. That's Silverlungs.com. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. The CDC says that more than 103 million Americans have now been fully vaccinated against COVID-19, as more than 243 million doses of vaccine have been administered. But there are still some segments of the population that are hesitant to get vaccinated. Several Republican members of Congress have recently contributed to a PSA encouraging those in their party to get their shots and saying that getting vaccinated is the fastest way to get COVID restrictions rescinded. Kansas Senator Roger Marshall was one of those members who appeared in the video, and the obstetrician tells CNN why he thinks some Republican voters may be hesitant about the vaccine. There certainly is a group of people out there that are kind of have a libertarian streak down them, and and then unfortunately, unfortunately, they're typically Republicans as well. Uh, and, and regardless of that, uh, I just would encourage them to take to fall back here and just take, consider taking the vaccine so we can throw away the mask and live as free as we did before. You're listening to USA Radio News. President Biden will hit the road next week to try to sell his infrastructure plan to the American people. The White House announced Saturday that the president will visit New Orleans and Lake Charles, Louisiana on Thursday to promote his American jobs and American families plans, totaling more than $4 trillion of spending. Republicans have pushed back against the size of those spending bills. 
Congressman Joey Arrington says the president's spending plans will deal a huge blow to the economy. The Texas Republican tells Fox News that the cost of the spending plans could also be a lot more. This spending spree is not just going to make us less competitive because we're going to raise taxes, according to Biden and Democrats, higher than communist China, which will crowd out capital and run our jobs back overseas. Um, and, and it's not really just about a, a debt that's unsustainable and a potential debt crisis, which a country can't print its way out of or borrow its way out of. It's about the contraction of our liberties. As as government expands, our liberty contracts. This is USA Radio News. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Katina, Jean, and Randall continuing here and raising the dilemma here. If there are no controls over content online, who is responsible if somebody loses their job? Which can happen. I mean, they look at your statements online. They look at your statements online sometimes in deciding whether or not to give you a job or what people say about you. A politician, very common false information about a politician, that person loses the election because of the falsehood. Who is responsible for that? How do you direct that if the gatekeepers can't simply make a decision at some extreme measures, you know, at the edges saying this cannot go on because the negative consequences would be very tragic? I, I totally get it. And if it's inciting violence against people or violence in general, yes, remove it. But everything else should stay and they know it. And they are enjoying uh, some protections by the government through Section 230 that allows them freedom from being liable and being sued by you and I or whoever when our neighbor decides to get up and post all kinds of lies uh, on Facebook about us or whatever. They're they're not going to be liable for that because essentially what they're saying is by saying that or agreeing to this protection that they are not going to uh, remove anything off of their platform. But if if they start to pick and choose what they want to allow people to see, then they don't get that protection anymore. So that's why I was just uh, reading up on that. You know, there's been some um, concern by officials that, you know, Facebook and Twitter and Google, all of them 
are kind of having their cake and eating it too. And so they're wanting to have some congressional hearings to change it, you know, because they can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's, it's wrong to say, okay, I don't want these people to sue us, but we're going to pick and choose what's going to be on our platform. And I totally get it, Gene. You're right. If it's, if it's something that's going to incite hate or violence, remove it. But everything else, they need to just let it ride because they're enjoying this protection from not being liable for it. You know what I'm saying? Our listeners know that there's a band of internet bullies out there that has been posting very defamatory things about me online. Now, if I had a couple hundred thousand dollars tomorrow to hire a big attorney, we'd go after these people. The places that post their material are using Section 230 to say, okay, we can't be sued and we don't have to remove it. I think, like everything else, there needs to be a balance. It needs to be well-defined what types of content really need to be controlled because of the potential consequences. But I also do not believe that we should allow a company to post something like the U.S. Code 230 to be able to do it willy-nilly and allow improper content to go on there without facing the consequences. I think freedom of speech means that you can talk if you want, but you're responsible for what you say. I think that thing should just be defeated completely or a middle ground found. I think that if a private company like an internet host, even us, we we can post stuff up there and get these protections from somebody, a third party. Of course, if I post it, I can suffer the consequences. Okay, I so- think there needs to be a middle ground that allows for the conditions under which they would withhold material. Otherwise, they can be sued. I just think get rid of it. Sue them. If if they're doing something that can cause a consequence where they could be sued for what they do, sue them. That will have a self-regulation right there. That's self-regulation right there. Okay, what we've got here is... Absolutely, Gene, I hear what you're saying. Katina, I totally hear what you're saying. But what's getting lost in here is the people who are just using the platform as well. And I don't know how many of you guys out there bothered reading your terms of service agreements, but just about all of them make you liable for the company's legal bills if anybody does sue. Okay? So, in other words, if somebody goes on there and says something defamatory about Eugene or you, Katina, or me, and we decide that we are going to sue that company, then that company can go and hire a ream of lawyers that cost a million dollars and charge that back to you. Okay? Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Section 230, yeah. That is just not right. I think that the, what's, what's happened is we've gone from protecting people to protecting companies. Okay? The user of these platforms are the ones that are making the money for them. They are the ones who deserve the protection. Okay. The people who have the companies, fine. I can see why they need to have some firewall between them and what's going on. But I'm a moderator on our forum. I can choose to take down what I deem is inappropriate. So I agree with Gene that 
that we, we do as content providers have a responsibility as well, but it needs to be fairly balanced. So it's a pretty complex subject, but, but the little guy is getting lost in all of this. This is all I'm saying. If everyone out there said, I'm not signing this terms of service or checking that little button, they wouldn't sell a phone. They couldn't sell the phone because it, it, nobody would buy it. But everybody's so hooked on the products that they just check that little box and basically in doing so sign away all their rights. Well, just give you an example also. You download software or you use Android, Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you acquire this software, you're agreeing when you set it up for the first time, just like you're agreeing when you set up your computer or your smartphone to a very involved legally crafted set of terms and you could violate those terms and have no way to defend yourself because that right is lost. You're basically accepting something without any option to change it. And that's true with anything. I mean, I heard of a story where somebody got involved in some legal problem and Apple withheld his access to $25,000 worth of product that he downloaded. They took it away. It took away his license to use it. What do you do then? What if you're being accused of something you didn't do? You're going to spend $100,000 to get back your right to use that $25,000 worth of content? So, yeah, we do have things out of control because a lot of these laws were put in place like Section 230, before Facebook and Google and Apple and all these companies became so huge. Right now, for example, Apple's iPhone 12, for example, they sell hundreds of millions of copies a year of this thing. Who could have thunk, it, as they say, 10, 15, 20 years ago, that a company in a single year could sell two, three, four hundred million copies of a product. I'm not talking about Kellogg's cornflakes or something. I'm talking about a phone, a smartphone. But you're buying a personal computer and you agree to terms. Section 230 needs to be rewritten for the 21st century. And I think we all agree. There are abuses on both sides and there has to be balance to protect the customers and to protect the people who are impact and, and hurt because that's the thing the individual has no power to sue i don't have the power to sue these crazy people lying about me online okay, i can't well, do that okay, unless i have right. a few hundred thousand dollars i said a hundred thousand that's not enough right well like great points there so but but this brings it back like we're all together here we're all content providers and and people in media katina yourself gene yourself myself i'm i'm pretty new in it but uh you know i absolutely love it so i love are. this these announcements i love more to come with gene randall katina you're in the paracast <laughs> for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's 
legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the protectors find out more at rockoids.com that's rockoids r-o-c-k-o-i-d-s.com join me george norrie for contact in the desert worldwide virtual ufo conference june 25th to the 28th contact in the desert will be an epic weekend of exploration into ufos ancient alien civilizations consciousness ai crop circles and cutting edge science more than 130 presentations 67 speakers and two extra weeks to view our extraordinary lineup get your tickets today at contactinthedesert.com it's time to make contact contactinthedesert.com Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. You hear the headlines. You know health insurance is a real mess right now. Premiums have skyrocketed, and in most cases, you're stuck with your plan until open enrollment. But there's a government rule that allows you to qualify for lower health insurance rates if your life has changed. That means if you've changed jobs, if you're having a child, if you're getting married, if you're getting divorced, even if you run a small business or you're self-employed, this law may qualify you to get lower health insurance rates. Call the health insurance hotline today learn how this 10-minute call can help you get lower health insurance rates this is a free service to help consumers learn the laws to help them qualify for lower health insurance rates so call right now to learn more 800-670-0946 800-670-0946 call 800-670-0946 800-670-0946 Hey folks, Tom D for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, ghosts, zombies, UFOs, crop circles, and more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People who seek a little more than the other dating services offer. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and you want to connect with others, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. So many people want to share their experiences with the paranormal, the afterlife, the unusual. And this is the place to meet and share common interests with those of like minds. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. That's ParanormalDate.com. Use the code word GEORGE and start meeting others. Get going now and connect with someone you like. This is Jerome. 
Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Okay, we're continuing here, and Randall had something to say. I guess we're being somewhat political here, too. But really, it relates to the paranormal because it's about the expression of beliefs and information about anything, UFOs, ghosts, anything that might be happening, even mysterious things. And therefore, we can't separate ourselves from it, just like politics. How could you separate politics from the UFO field if you're talking about government secrecy? If you're talking about heads of the CIA saying something positive about the subject, about items inserted in a law that governs the release of information on the subject. How do you take politics out of it, Randall? Well, this is what I was just going to say just prior to the break there, that as our part within the media, this is a conversation about our responsibility. Rather than saying, well, you know, it's everybody else's fault. I mean, this is us taking direct responsibility for what we can and cannot do. It sounds to me like we've got a pretty responsible group here in terms of how we're dealing with it. Katina, what, what, what do you think about that? As you being like, you're, you're one of the soldiers on the ground in this. You're, you know, you're just taking this very middle of the road approach. You're saying, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to ruffle any feathers. Gene is saying, well, I don't know. I don't care if we ruffle a few feathers. I'm saying, well, you know, somewhere in between, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely Gene makes a great point. You know, there has to be more done. I mean, they just have too much power. They really do. So more regulation is needed to rein that in. I mean, because it's just, you know, it's it's ridiculous. They can really make people disappear because so many of us live online, you know, just think about what they try to do to Alex Jones and that could happen to any podcast or anybody. And that's scary, but I think it's very important that we appreciate our freedom of speech and appreciate others, other views, because I need to be just as adamant about someone disagreeing with me and being able to say whatever they want, just as much as, I, I need to be adamant about I'm allowed to say whatever I want to want to say. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's equally important that we are able to express those views, even if they conflict with each other. And it is so important because we are podcasters and our voice is what you know people hear and look forward to. But I would hate that we uh, would get to a place where you and I would be scared to say certain things, you know, and, and I have had, uh, I'll give you an example. Someone said something that really made me fall out of my chair about the pharmaceutical industry and what they is actually going on there. And this guy is, he, he does something very high up in a, a department at Harvard. And he asked me to not let that go. Okay, he asked me to edit that out, and I did. I did do it. And normally I would say no, but I can totally understand how this would probably be very bad for him. But he divulged something to me. You know, I didn't uh, tell him not to say it, you know, even though personally I know it's probably true. And that's the reason why I led him down that path. But he was concerned about saying it. I thought, that's sad. 
You know, this guy is like so important to medicine and he doesn't want me to let that go. And I respected his wishes because I don't want that to come back on him. You know, I really don't. But that's where we are now. That's a really good point. I mean, if there's going to be whistleblower protection, then it needs to be not only for the person who's doing the whistleblowing, but people like yourself or Gene or I who are on the show and helping them, you know, providing the whistle for them to blow. Because if they can't do anything with them, the next thing you know, maybe they'll be coming after us, right? So, you know, whistleblower protection, I think, is really important. You're right. And um, even with that, I mean, with, you know, like you guys cover all kinds of UFO phenomena. I mean, you would hate to have a guest on there that has divulged something like really, really, you know, eye-opening on your show only to have them come back and say, oh, listen, please, you know, please, you know, delete that or whatever. Don't don't let that go. I mean, that would be heartbreaking for you. I mean, because you'd want your listeners, you know, to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Well, it doesn't happen. They can't tell us to remove it. We've only removed one episode in over 15 years on the Powercast. And it was for very specific reasons I shan't explain here. But that one episode is still available. We just removed yeah, the links was it, to but it. Was it because he asked you to or for your no. own reasons? It's because we learned something about the person that we were deceived as to what this person was. And there were exactly. things in that person's background that had we known that person would never have gone on the show. I'll leave it at that. Got you. Yeah, but well, you know, yeah. you make. Go ahead, Randall. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. I, I was just basically going to agree with Gene there that I think that as content providers, there's an example of where we do need the discretion to say, hey, you know, okay, I will or I won't publish that. Because I think freedom works both ways. It's not just the freedom to do something. It's the freedom not to do something. Right. Right. That's you're you're right. You are right about that. And I was conflicted, you know, about acts. I've never been asked to not allow a part of an interview to actually air, but you know, I knew what he said could be like bad for him. And so I didn't, you know, I took it out. And so anyway, I mean, I don't know if you guys came up against that. I mean, that's the reason why I think, you know, even putting things on Facebook or Twitter, you know, maybe about UFOs that's that people may come back and say it's fake news. I mean, You know what I'm saying? I mean, it could happen with anything and any subject that you discuss. Oh, definitely. I mean, this was a real concern for me at uh, one of the jobs that I was at before I retired where uh, we started selling cell phones, okay? And even though I didn't use a cell phone, and one of the reasons I don't is because of those terms of service agreements that they have in them that make the user liable for anything that could happen as a result of the use of that phone, okay? All of a sudden, by me selling the phone, it made me liable for anything that could happen as a result of me selling that phone. And at the time, they were just bringing in the distracted driving laws, which were fairly serious. And at the time, there was a lot of people getting in accidents because they were distracted with their cell phones while they were driving. Well, similar to the drinking and driving laws, if you serve somebody too much alcohol, you can be fined serious, like very seriously for doing that and letting people go and get in their car. 
Well, it just turned out that this this is actually there was a case where this was going on. Someone was a salesperson who had sold someone uh, a cell phone and they went out driving and uh, started talking on it because they activated it right away in the store. And they made the claim that the store enabled them to be able to do that. And therefore, the store was partly responsible for it. And guess what? The person who sells the phone is now in a position where they have to pay a bunch of corporate lawyers in order to defend themselves. And I thought this was just BS. <laughs> I just wouldn't, I didn't want to have anything to do with it. And it ultimately ended up with me having to uh, defend my way all the way to walking out the door from that company. But I mean, that's how, that's how bad it is. Yeah. Wow. Right. So, I mean, and again, so where's the little person since when did say, if you go into a store to buy a box of laundry detergent, do you become liable against the company if you take it home and somebody breaks out in a rash? Usually it's the other way around. If there's something wrong with the car or the product or it causes a problem, then the company is liable. They've turned it around now to make the customer liable for anything that happens as a result of their negligence. And it's just wrong. But we're addicted to it. People will just continue to do it. They do it with their credit cards, too. I mean, we're way off the paranormal now, but I mean, you know, these are important issues and and now and then it doesn't hurt to talk about them. So basically we're liable for everything. (laughs) We have no rights, whatever, but you do have a U.S. constitution. So at the end of the day, if you had the money and we get back to that again, if you had the dollars or the Canadian dollars, whatever, if you had (laughs) the means with which to defend yourself. You could probably make a test case of this and suddenly things would change. But the problem with something like, say, Section 230 in the U.S. is that they'll make a big show of it in Congress because we know they can do that. We know, especially in the House, some Congress people that we shall not name can stage entire comedy routines over the hearings. And they never resolve anything, and it never leads to laws. More to come with Gene Randall and Katina. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. 
Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We continue with this crazy world. I wonder here, Katina, Kyle, what E.T. might think about the way things are structured on this planet. I mean, if I was from another world... And I watch what goes on here. I wouldn't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah, they don't want to be here anymore. It's, um, I don't know, it's wild, man. I'm serious. Let's just let's get right down to the nitty-gritty here. Okay, do you believe in al- that alien visitation is a reality? Uh, yeah, I do, yeah. Okay, do you believe that there's such a thing as life after death the way people normally think of it, like somebody dies and that person continues on in some other alternate reality? Yes. And I hope it's heaven. So that's a great thought to have. Okay. Uh, Do you believe in lake monsters? Oh, I don't know about that. Chad Lewis, though. I was listening to your episode with Chad Lewis. Yeah, I mean, he's great. (laughs) Chad is great. And it's a great show. But, you know, I know I don't think they I don't think there's anything unusual down there. I don't think Bigfoot. Something. I think the the video, the Patterson-Gimlin film, is very compelling. I don't know. I mean, that's been studied so much. And I've had my own personal interviews, to be honest with you, with a couple of guys that have studied it for years. And this one gentleman, maybe you've had him on his show. I don't know if you do Bigfoot stuff. But um, he, he did costume design uh, in Hollywood around that time. And he said it was just literally impossible to make a suit like that. And for it to show the muscle contours and flexing muscles and things like that in that time period, he said it was just impossible. And so maybe, you know, anything's possible. You know, I don't think we've seen everything out in the wild, but I don't know. I mean, that's a very interesting video, to say the least. What don't you believe is is possible? Is there anything you don't believe is possible? Yeah, there's a lot of things. A lot of things. There's a lot of things that, you know, my guests have talked about. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm on mute and I'm like, this is just crazy. Um, you know, so, You know, some of this paranormal stuff, I don't think people are having as many um, experiences as they would like for people to believe. Uh, it's the same with some of this UFO stuff. I do believe people are seeing something, but I don't believe all that stuff. How far up does the, the, it go? 
with with you. Okay, like we, okay, we've got alien visitation. That's fine. That, that's uh, okay, I don't know about here. reptilians we, and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, that's, I've heard you, it all. You knew where I was going. Like, yeah, we got well, I don't know about rep- government or, <laughs> or, or you know how high up does it go? You know, I don't know. I've heard some wild stuff. Like I said, you know, and I kind of hold my opinions. Actually, it's the first time I've ever discussed my opinions on any show, really. But, yeah, the reptilian thing and just some of that outlandish stuff. I I, know I I won't believe till I see it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But some people are very adamant about it, you know, and uh, people like Corey Good, you know, you have him going all over the place just talking about this stuff. We won't have him on. Oh, you won't? Okay. Why? No, he's too too out there. Yeah, it is. It's it's wild <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. What about abductions? <laughs> yeah, that's, I believe that's, people. That's, yeah. That's, okay. Yeah, I do believe people are being taken by what I don't know. I'm not going to say they're taken by aliens. You know, definitely people are disappearing off of our planet and are never to be seen again. But by aliens, I do not know. If you talk to, um. You know, people like Linda Moulton Howe, you know, the, the, the cattle mutilations are very real. You know, you see the pictures of that, talk to the ranchers and things like that. And some of that stuff is very anomalous and very suspicious and unbelievable. Actually, Go ahead. You know, what, what you should do is uh, with relation to in relation to all of that, uh, um, our former co-host, Christopher O'Brien, uh, super knowledgeable guy when it comes to all of that and he can really help clear up a lot of that if you haven't had christopher o'brien on your show to interview him about that you should get in touch with him and get him on your show because he is priceless he's that that guy i've got so much respect for him as a field investigator we're talking about a guy that gets out there boots on the ground drives you know thousands of miles and has written books gene helped him write the last one that he's he he, stalking the herd that's like the definitive okay, book. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yes. give me his information. I'll definitely get him on the show. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll send it off to you. And Okay, so... Um, the book, by the way, I didn't help him write it. I did a little bit of editing. Editing. Primarily, I formatted it and created a book file ready for publication. I used to do that with Tim Beckley. I think all his best-looking books from the late 80s and early 90s I was responsible for putting them together. Oh, really? I love those books. I've got, right. yeah, they're cool. Like, I just have them because they're, they're like, they're, they're like a step up from sort of the old comic books, right? They're not like really thick and they're not like super techy, but yeah. they're just, they've got culture appeal, you know? Well, with Stalking the Herd is probably the definitive work on cattle mutilations. And his views are very different from Linda Moulton Howe. In fact, to paint this in perspective, we almost had her on the show. And then she learned that Chris O'Brien was the co-host at the time, and she didn't come on the show. I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Yeah. So some pretty interesting uh, differences of perspective there, but definitely also worth checking out because, and and this is something else I'd like to to ask you about, as we, I'm not sure how much time we've got left in the show, but we can pursue this in after the Paracast as well. But when people have two different perspectives, for me, it's like an opportunity to learn something new because both people can't be right. And therefore, by hashing it out in a positive way, we're going to learn something new. 
right? Because we didn't, nobody ever learns anything by simply agreeing with somebody else about what they already think. So I kind you're, of you're like, exactly right. you know what I mean? So I really kind of, I'm one of those people that, that like a friendly debate in order to get at what I believe is, or what I call the truth, because I believe I'm a, a truth seeker. But in today's world, there's this movement, and I don't know if you've noticed it, where the truth isn't some objective reality that's out there that is independent of us, like we're used to thinking truth is a virtue. Now it's being turned around into, it's just a judgmental opinion, right? And not to be judgmental. And so, you know, when did truth go from being a virtue to being something bad? I totally agree. But you know what's interesting for me, Randall, is you will talk some to some of these researchers and, you know, I may mention, you know, uh, a certain researcher to my guest and I'll say, you know, have you looked at his research? He says this or he believes that or whatever. And then it's total shutdown. You know, they kind of they kind of have these blinders on to whatever they believe. You know, they're not really open to other researchers opinions. I don't get that because if you're researching something that's so that seems like a minefield and is so outside the norm anyway, how in the world would you uh, not or how could you not uh, kind of reach out to other people that may be study, doing a study on a different aspect on it? And um, uh, an example of that for me is, you know, you'll talk to someone who researches Bigfoot and I'll ask them, hey, do you think UFOs are connected to that phenomenon? You know, what are your thoughts on it? You know, no, you know, or, you know, it's just something negative, negative type of reaction, or they just don't want to hear it. Or UFO people do not want to be in a conference with it. I, I say that because I put on UFO conferences. They, they will ask me, you know, are you going to have anybody there talking about Bigfoot stuff? You know, and I'm like, no, this is a UFO <laughs> conference, you know, and they, you know, because they won't come. <laughs> It's like, no, you know, we want to be serious. We're only talking about this. We're only talking about the aliens. Exactly. It's a strange world there where you try to integrate different kinds of paranormal discussions. And there are going to be levels of blowback. And I can just tell you a couple of stories and then we'll get into this. We have Katina Kyle, Gene Steinberg, Jay Randall Murphy. It means you're in the Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. 
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. If there's a sudden disaster and you can't get to the grocery store or they're all out of food, what would you do? You'll wish you had emergency food to get you through the crisis. And that's why we're here. We're MyPatriotSupply.com, America's leading source of emergency food. Our food lasts for up to 25 years, and millions of families trust us for their disaster survival. Won't you join us? Unlike other food companies, we don't skimp on calories. Our meals give you more than 2,000 calories per day. Why? Because that's what you need to survive any challenging crisis. And right now, you can save $50 on our popular four-week emergency food kit. Just go to MyPatriotSupply.com and place your order. We ship fast, two to three days max. And your food arrives discreetly right to your door. So order today and save $50 at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Do you want to give you and your loved ones premium nutrition right now? Hi, I'm Jamel Bookaboo from TeamGaday.com and the GCN Longevity Health Team. Get your premium nutrition formulated by world-renowned naturopathic doctor, Dr. Joel Wallach at Wholesale, or also become a distributor and earn income while supporting this broadcast. Go to teamgaday.com via the shopping cart or contact form, and I'll get back to you with support personally. That's teamgaday.com with longevity. Teamgaday.com. For over 20 years, Extendivite has been helping people. Here is a testimonial from Amazon.com. Glad I found this product. I am 51 years old and started getting headaches a couple of times a week. I went to the doctor and my blood pressure was a little high at around 150 over 95. I found out about Extendivite and I ordered some to try it. Immediately, I felt better and it lowered my blood pressure and my headaches went away almost instant. I have been taking it now for about four months and I am so glad I found this product. You won't be disappointed. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Okay, talking about different events. Obviously, whether you can have a generic 
Forty an event where you discuss all aspects of strange events, not just UFOs, but Bigfoot. And that goes. Then we used to have, this is years ago, something that became the National UFO Conference. And I was associated to some degree with the organizing committee, where we had conventions for UFOs that were all run by the crazy contactees with all their wacky, wild stuff. And we said, we can't do this. Okay, they're making money, fine. We have to have something which we originally called the Congress of Scientific Ufologists, and then it became National UFO Conference, where we bring people on there who may have different points of view, but they at least start with a serious scientific basis. And we set it up. So you had never the twain shall meet. Contact D-World, serious UFO researcher world. Never the twins shall meet. There's been more of a merging of that now. So you don't see it quite as divergent as it was in those particular days. But the other thing is sci-fi fans. You think people interested in sci-fi may also be interested in UFOs. No and no. It can happen, and a lot of people are involved in both, like Kevin D. Randall. He's written some really good UFO books, does great research and everything, but he also is a sci-fi writer. Yeah, I've written, he's not going to do both at the same conference, that's for sure. You know, he's going to leave his UFO hat at home when he goes to this sci-fi conference. I can pretty much guarantee it. Because yeah. if he doesn't, you know what's going to happen. And Right, Katina? Because like you said, you were doing the Knoxville Alien Expo, which that's a whole other subject, too. we got to talk about the state of the field within this pandemic and what's been going on and how everybody's been changing and adapting uh, during this time as well. But I mean, you know, are you, do you find that too? You've got that sort of cliquey division within the, the community that way? Oh, absolutely. Clicky is a very good word for it. And, you know, every other, what's interesting though, is that every other researcher thinks that other fields are crazy. You know, like UFO researchers think Bigfoot <laughs> researchers yeah. are crazy and Bigfoot yeah. things. You And same thing with paranormal. They think the UFO people are crazy, you know. And so, yeah, there's no supporting each other across those paranormal lines, you know, if you will. But yeah, I, I haven't really been doing the Alien Expo right now because I'm trying to really give time for this COVID thing to, you know, die down no pun intended, and trying to just really um, give people a sense of stability, I guess, so they they feel comfortable traveling because we have, you know, uh, attendees coming, a lot of them coming from California and very far away, you know, out west and some way up in New York, things like that, because they are older people, you know, it's not really, we don't really have a young crowd, you know, I would say most of our attendees are I would say 35 and over, you know, maybe. And they're very concerned, you know. So next year, we're going to pick that up. But I don't think people know that. And maybe I should do a, like a special show to like a bonus show to tell people like about some of my experiences with guests and things like that. But I do find that interesting how they just don't believe in other phenomena outside of whatever they're researching. One of the things we do ask uh, just about all of our guests is if they see that there's a a movement within the overall community towards sort of a unified field theory, and some of them do. 
I, I, it seems, isn't that right, Gene? It seems like the, there is a little bit more movement towards that. I don't know about if it extends out into sci-fi, but between the various paranormal aspects of the community, it seems like there, you know, there are people taking this sort of unified field theory a little more seriously. Well, it's certainly something that we cover from time to time on the Paracast, where we talk to people who are involved in various subjects. I'll give you an example, Stan Gordon. He covers UFOs and Bigfoot, mm-hmm. and certainly he sees a relationship. Yeah, definitely. It's But these are the personalities. Stan Gordon, yeah, good guess. But yeah, you know, and this is the other thing. Have you noticed? It seems like all the guests out there now are all doing their own podcast, too. It's like, <laughs> where do we get guests anymore? We're all interviewing each other now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I have noticed that a lot of them do have their own podcast now, so... Like, is that a yeah. good thing or is it or how how do we manage that? I think it's a good thing. It's they're going to quickly find out it's not easy to build an audience. So they'll come right back to us. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they'll still come on the show. Of course, it makes them super busy now, you know, and trying to kind of accommodate their schedule. But, yeah, um, yeah, they do their own podcast. And um, I like to uh, I like to source people that. You know, other researchers that haven't been, you know, on a ton of other shows. You know, I like that new undiscovered researcher, someone that has a really good, maybe a good book out and, you know, can kind of bring a new perspective on whatever. What's one of your, because we like that too. We like to grassroots people once in a while. Like we had a guy named Kevin Killen on. There's one. You should check him out. Check him out if you haven't had him on your show. He's really great. You'd love to have him on the show if you're into paranormal. If it's not just UFOs, get a hold of Kevin. He does Kellen. everything. Okay. Kevin. No, he's a ghost guy. He oh, was a ghost called, guy. Yeah, you. my life with ghosts. I think something like that. And this is a guy that's been experiencing hauntings and ghosts since he was just little. Really interesting guy to talk to. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how about definitely. you though? Like. Um. Dr. Alan Brown is one of my favorite guests. I've had him on several times. He He's a professor at a uh, university in Alabama, and he actually gets paid to go to all these haunted locations and uh, research it and write a book about it. So, you know, I don't know of any other show he's actually been on besides mine. I mean, he's just like a, a gold mine of, of ghost stories, you know, and I really love talking to him i mean he, he he does ufo stuff too and like bigfoot stuff but he travels all over the all over the place and so he has really good stories and and my listeners have really gravitated towards him and they asked me you know we're gonna have him back on the show and, and things like that so he's been on like at least three or four times he's a great one and then who was the uh i have another guy that are he's another professor for uh, a university out in california he actually does ufo stuff but he he's a psychic medium but the interesting thing about him is he says that one of his guides i guess that he talks to is is not human and uh, i've had him on the show too and he's his his um educational accolades i guess are just impressive i mean he is a brilliant brilliant guy uh and my guests like him, you know, <laughs> no matter what I think about him personally, and I've never said it, um, they like him and they they like his stories and and uh, he seems to be uh, on top of his research. He has, has a couple of great books out. So, um, yeah, I mean, 
I don't really go to a list of people that have been circulated, you know, like Coast to Coast loves to do that, you know, mm-hmm. over and over and over. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't listen to them too much it, anymore. It's the same it's like the a, a circuit of, of paranormal speakers right. or something, you know, same people. we've got more to come with Gene Randall and Katina. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We've all seen and perhaps use the alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Have you noticed how it dries your skin and as soon as the alcohol evaporates, it's no longer effective? GCNteam.com has alcohol-free antibacterial soap and foam meeting or exceeding all requirements set forth by the United States Food and Drug Administration. Come to GCNteam.com, keyword antibacterial, or call 877-878-4203. Do you want to give you and your loved ones premium nutrition right now? Hi, I'm Jamil Bookaboo from TeamGaday.com and the GCN Longevity Health Team. Get your premium nutrition formulated by world-renowned naturopathic doctor, Dr. Joel Wallach at Wholesale, or also become a distributor and earn income while supporting this broadcast. Go to teamgaday.com via the shopping cart or contact form, and I'll get back to you with support personally. That's teamgaday.com with longevity. Teamgaday.com. USA Radio News. I'm Brandon Gunn. This morning, North Korea warned the United States will face, quote, a very grave situation because President Joe Biden, quote, made a big blunder in his recent speech by maintaining North Korea is a security threat. Last week, Biden made his first address to Congress, during which he called North Korea and Iran's nuclear programs serious threats to American and world security, promising to work with allies to address those problems through diplomacy and stern deterrence. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia stated he does not support the House-passed D.C. statehood bill or a sweeping bill that would overhaul federal elections. If Congress wants to make D.C. a state, it should propose a constitutional amendment. It should propose a constitutional amendment and let the people of America vote. With Senator Manchin opposing and the filibuster still intact, Democrats stand little chance of passing the D.C. statehood bill through the current Senate. This is USA Radio News. As the U.S. begins to bring troops home from Afghanistan, USA's Wendy King takes a look back to when it all began. It's been 10 years since the leader of al-Qaeda, Osama bin Laden, was killed in Pakistan. We wanted to get bin Laden. I'm really happy we got bin Laden. We sent a message that no matter who you are, how tough you think you are, we have men and women who will go get you, and we did. Robert O'Neill is the Navy SEAL who killed the terrorist in 2011, which was 10 years after the 9-11 attacks. In Afghanistan, the U.S. and NATO forces that still remain there have started leaving. President Biden has ordered them out of the country by September 11th. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King. Strong thunderstorms forecast for Louisiana and Mississippi as we get into the week of cold front is expected to move eastward from the plains to the Midwest with the possibility of severe thunderstorms in Ohio and Tennessee River Valleys. Check us out online at usaradio.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash usaradio. Schools are opening. So much opportunity to share not just memories of 2020, but germs. Worrying about your child bringing a cold or flu home is a thing of the past. Today, we have to be concerned about COVID 
That's why you need to be sure your kids are protected in their school with the one-of-a-kind patented Safe Air Network equipment that continuously decontaminates not only air, but all surfaces. 99.9% decontamination in three minutes to begin with and then continuously so if any of the air or surfaces get recontaminated, no worries. Safe Air Network is not only the only system that cleans air and surfaces, it's chemical-free and 100% safe to use in an occupied room. The equipment is plug and purify, the easiest equipment to use as soon as it is received. Contact Safe Air Network now at safeairnetwork.com. That's safeairnetwork.com. Hi, this is James Fox. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Tina Kyle doing one of the better the Paracasts that we've heard. We have to one day maybe just have a contest who does the best one. Of course, we have Nick Redferns, which takes about seven minutes to do. <laughs> Don't ask me to explain that, ladies and gentlemen. He's got this way. I don't know. He's, he's got some kind of fantastic breath control where he can just c- continue the word paracast for as long as he, he just, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> it's uh, He's got some kind of uh, special ability there. Yeah. He has a clone that's all electronic. Speaking well, of which, he- since we raised the subject here about electronics and stuff, what do you think, Katina Kyle, about the theory that we live in a matrix reality? An artificial well, reality that's something set up and we cope. Well, that's interesting. It is interesting. I'm, I know that it's it was first discussed, I think, in a public forum back in the 70s, I want to say. And people thought it was crazy. Um, But he says that they were looking at, I guess, our environment at a quantum level, and they saw that it was made up of ones and zeros. I think that's how it came about. So I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. I mean, you get people like Greg Braden, who is considered to be a a brilliant man, talks about it, uh, and some other professionals. Have you guys have Greg? Have you ever had Greg Braden on your show? Talk about I don't know if that's your thing or not, but. Sounds good, though. If we haven't, we should get him back. He's very, he's very hard to, to book, actually. I haven't been able to ever get him on the show. I'm going to have to keep pursuing him. But, yeah, I mean, uh, who knows? Who knows? I know they're looking at things at the quantum level, and supposedly that is the deal. This is supposed to be some type of simulation that we're in, but who knows? I don't know. <laughs> well, unfortunately, in a situation like that, if we are in a simulation, then who or what is in control? And what level of control do they have? How do they manipulate things? Is that why we have anomalies, computer bugs? Maybe that explains the Mandela effect. It's a computer bug. Right. Yeah, I've, I've had a couple of people on to talk about the Mandela effect myself. I mean, I've experienced some of that stuff. Like, I'm like, wow, I don't remember. Oh, do tell. Like what? Um, Like Chunky Cheese. I don't ever remember it being spelled that way, ever. J.C. Penny is not correct for me. 
Febreze is weird. I, that I never remember that. I do remember distinctly having the conversation with my mother, and she's passed away since then. But I asked her why are they because I remember the ruckus around Mandela and when he was supposedly died in prison, I saw it on television. I asked my mother, Hey, why, why are they tearing the country up? You know, what's the riot about? And she said, well, he tried to bring the country together and they, you know, he died in prison and people were upset about, I distinctly remember that conversation. So do I. Okay. So here we are. We are two Mandela effect people. You and I are from the same universe and somehow ended up in this one. Same timeline, yeah. Or at least another another universe where that happened, right? I mean, if we're going with the whole Mandela effect. Yeah. You know, but and and here's something that's really interesting too. You and I, it's it's not just that we remember Mandela dying in prison, because when I ask other people about this, here's what they say. They go, if they've had this, I remember both, they said. Because like you remember him dying in prison, you must have thought, who who the hell is this when he got out? Right? Like some right. kind of imposter or what, right? Because that's what I thought. I thought, this guy, is, what, who is he? Is he like some yeah, kind of stand-in? Like, exactly. what's going on? Well, you know what's interesting, Randall? I had a conversation with a guy, he's a physics guy, and he, uh, I was talking to him about the Mandela effect, and, and I told him, I said, listen, the same thing, you know, I remember discussing this with my mother, and he sent me the the newspaper uh, clip from it, you know, the article about the riot, and Mandela dying, and things like that, and I thought, wow, this is just crazy. Also, I, I remember Jane Goodall, Jane Goodall, she died. I remember right. her her, she died. The the monkey that that monkey, whatever I don't remember the name of the monkey, killed her. Okay, the chimpanzee killed her. Um, but then I look on online last year. Jane Goodall is alive. I thought, holy, <laughs> <laughs> I remember Jane Goodall died. I mean, clear as day, clear as day. So I don't know what's going on, Randall. You and I are from the same timeline, I believe. Uh. Or, yeah, something. I mean, it's it would be another universe. You know, if I don't know mm. if you people watch the sci-fi show Debris on NBC. And it's about debris that comes to Earth, falls to Earth from a crashed spaceship. And in the most recent episode, they go through reality changes where somebody goes into a lake, enters this cave and grabs something, and suddenly the reality changes. So we have the one of the lead players suddenly has a male assistant after having a female assistant, a black woman from the UK who becomes a white American woman who becomes a white man. And each time there are different phone conversations, different episodes, all about his investigation of this phenomenon. And they end up where... At the end of the episode, I won't tell you. But you get the point. It's almost like the crazy version of Groundhog Day, where every time they have this precipitating event, in this case, of course, grabbing something out of this cave in a lake, the entire reality begins again with shifts and has different events, different outcomes. It's too bad, Katina, that you can't ask your mom if she's, you know remembers yeah 
it you know yeah. the one that's the the one that's here that would would have been in the new universe because your original mom remembered it right right so so then what, I wonder if like the new one would have too right or if you both came like did you ever get a chance to talk to her about that no I didn't no oh, that's too bad before I discovered that but yeah it's been really uh, weird that's a real uh, really weird feeling you know when you realize that and your memories are just because you know I, I i pride myself on my memory you know i have a great memory and i just <laughs> that threw me for for a loop really um but it's it's still happening for me like i said the latest one for me is the jane goodall deal you know I'm, mm-hmm. i was like i know she died I, I do remember that so i don't know what's going on there yeah well yeah this the world is well, it is a strange place, you know, and so, I mean, even for us, we're used to it. So, I mean, you can imagine people who aren't like there's are still people out there who go, what we're into is like, you know, way, uh-oh, you know, like uh-uh, way out there. I'm just not going to deal with that. Right. But when right. you know otherwise, your worldview becomes so much wider and you look at the way things are in a completely different way that it's almost hard to relate to somebody who doesn't get it. Well, you see, now we could look into the extreme version of this bubble in which people live, where certain events, current events happened this way. And then you have the other reality in which the Current events happen this way, existing simultaneously. And there's no way to go to the other people who believe the other thing and say, no, this is what happened. Here's the evidence. Oh, no, no, that's not true. And if we're going to deal with a Mandela effect, maybe that's a modern day Mandela effect existing before our very eyes, where Mm. we all see the multiple realities in place at the same time, and it's total chaos. Before we have more chaos, Gene Randall, Katina, here in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. 
You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. Silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pau Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus doesn't grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. A one-pound package of tea is $34.95 plus shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. That's Shop, S-H-O-P, Super, S-U-P-E-R, T-T-E-A, dot com. So the complete website is ShopSuperTea.com. Or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5, California time. That's ShopSuperTea.com at 818-984-6100. Tormé, screenwriter, producer. You're listening to Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. This is not total chaos, ladies and gentlemen. There is nothing wrong with your television set. This is the Paracast, and I was mentioning that maybe the situation here where we have people living in bubbles, existing in their own universe with certain belief systems, maybe that is part of this interactive, omnipresent Mandela effect. Crazy theory, Katina Kyle? It sounds crazy. <laughs> but I'm, I'm Okay, they're it, coming so to I take me away, haha. It. <laughs> it does. It sounds absurd, you know, when you talk to people about it. But, you know, like I said, I've experienced it, so I don't know what to say about it, you know, if something's well, happening. Can you imagine, though? I mean, even when I say it myself, 
because I like to think I'm a rational person who isn't like way out there on the fringe. But even when I say it, it's makes I think, wow, if that was me listening to me, I would think that that person is way out there. But really, if this Mandela effect thing is true, as it seems to be with people who experience it, we are not from this universe. We are from another universe. We don't know how we got to this one necessarily, although I did experience with a couple of friends going through. At the time, I think I actually did experience it and know when it happened, which is different. A lot of people don't know. They just wake up and things are different one day. I mean, what, what's a person supposed to, how are you supposed to react to a person who says, you know, you know, I'm not from this universe. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm single right now. I've been trying to date. Well, you know, it's, it's like, by the way, did you know that I'm actually not from this universe? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, <laughs> how, how's a person supposed to take that? There's not very many people who are going to. Don't say that, Randall. <laughs> Just you know, don't I start out with that. It's hopeless. <laughs> I think I'm going to be single the rest of my life. You don't want to scare her away, so don't don't start out with that. <laughs> I'm just laughing because it's it's true, but it's funny, but it's weird, you know. It's like way out there. But how else do you it explain is, I, it? I don't know, but I'm going to suggest that you hold those thoughts to yourself until you actually get her together for a while. <laughs> then you can tell. <laughs> Exactly. See, I mean, that's a way of portraying it in a way that really reveals just how out there it is, whereas we think of it as a perfectly normal thing to think about as being a possibility. And you poor thing. I mean, I didn't know you were trying to date during the oh, single. And, you know, date, so it's got to be yeah. hard. Oh, this whole thing. I mean, the whole community, though, has been going through it. Although we mentioned Nick Redfern a little bit earlier. I was on his site not too long ago, and I guess he's got a speaking engagement coming up at one of the conferences. Now, I don't know if they're all going virtual still or if any have been actually or if they're taking seating. I think some of them are in person. Like, I think Contact in the Desert is in person. I heard someone talking about that. It's virtual Oh, it is? So it is? Yeah. You see, at this point, I think we're a few months early. By fall, we're going to see it. You'll see more in-person concerts like Genesis is regrouping. Yeah, Mike Rutherford and Phil Collins. And Phil Collins' son is going to be playing the drums for his dad. But in any case, Genesis is regrouping. They'll be going out on tour. Maybe we'll have Ringo Starr's All-Star Band next year. Ringo is a lot of fun. I saw his show twice, actually. Amazing show, him and his All-Star Band. I wonder if Gabriel's going to be with Genesis, too. Wasn't he one of them? I'm pretty sure he was. Peter Gabriel? So what else, Katina? Then, okay, we, there's a Mandela effect. What other kind of uh, different things have happened with you in your life? You know, when I was around like 12 years old, I was with another childhood friend who has since passed away. And he and I were, we were in like the neighborhood and there's a hill back behind our house that kind of stretched through the entire road there. I mean, with the entire road had a huge there was a hill that ran parallel. Okay, I will say that behind all the houses. And one night we were out there by ourselves and we were looking on that hill, looking back on the hill, and we saw fire come out of the hill. And it wasn't a big flame, you know, but it was fire and it just manifested on that hill. And he and I looked at each other and it just in total shock. And I said, Did you see? That and he said, Did you see? And I said, Yeah. And I asked him, What did you see? He said, I saw fire. 
I said, I did too when we both ran home. But that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Genesis. Peter Gabriel left the band in 1975. So he's not involved and hasn't been for many years. The original lineup after that, Phil Collins, Mike Rutherford, and Tony Banks, will be regrouping starting this November. They'll feature also Nick Collins, that's Phil Collins' son, the drummer. So that's the genesis that we'd call the second generation, I guess. I don't know. Not the genesis of Genesis, the genesis after Genesis. Or as they say in the movie Star Trek, The Search for Spock, Genesis. Mm-hmm. Nobody remembers that scene. It takes place in a bar where Dr. McCoy has the katra of Mr. Spock in his mm-hmm. hand, like his soul mm-hmm. essence. And he goes mm-hmm. into a bar saying that he wants to book a spaceship trip to the Genesis planet. And then somebody says to him, Genesis. Mm, really? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Nobody remembers yes. that movie. That's Star Trek Three. I, I remember it fairly well. Yeah, I remember there's the bar scene, and then it, like he goes into Spock's voice for a second, right? And people are like, like looking at him, like, "What's going on there?" Well, and, you know uh, something. I, Who directed that movie? Leonard Nimoy, right? That's correct. Yeah. Well, actually, Bones there has a couple of really good lines about the whole Genesis thing. You know, it's like we don't, you know, God anymore. Now we've got Genesis. Right, we could just make our own planets. It's, it's uh, you know, technology is an amazing thing. Star Trek had some pretty smart scripts, and I think the original crew did some of the best stuff. Of course, Next Generation was very good. Star Trek Discovery, some people love it, some people hate it, and now we have Star Trek Strange New Worlds which kind of builds off the original pilot of Star Trek that was not taken to series. That's where Jeffrey Hunter played Christopher Pike, if you mm-hmm. remember. Right, yeah, in the pilot series. Yeah. And was Major Roddenberry played number one, and Mr. Spock played Mr. Spock. And now we have... A guy named Anson Mount, I believe, will play it in the new TV series. Ethan Peck, the grandson of Gregory Peck, will play Mr. Spock. And Rebecca Romaine will play number one. Does anyone care? Well, yeah, I guess if you like Star Trek, it'd be interesting. I'd, I'd like to see them go forward into the future instead of back again. I mean, they, Enterprise was good with Scott Bakula and stuff. And in that, there was some time travel involved. And at one point, they went way into the future where this other race from another universe was coming into ours. And they had these huge, big starships that they were battling with them with. And I'd, I would have liked to have seen them take the series that way. Katina Kyle, tell our listeners where we can find more of your stuff. Yeah, they can uh, subscribe to my show or follow my show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, anywhere really you listen to audio and then you can visit my website mysteriousradio.com I have a new one out, it's called Bizarre Times and you can subscribe to that and then I have another one it's called Seven, all of those can be followed on your favorite podcast app Sounds great You can find us on Twitter if you look for the Paracast you can find of course the Paracast 
in your Apple Podcast app and on Spotify. We're on Facebook, of course. And you can also get branded merchandise for the PowerCast with dog beds and T-shirts and all sorts of good stuff. Four different logos go to the PowerCast.shop. That's the PowerCast.shop. Katina Kyle will also be sticking with us to do After the PowerCast, available exclusively to subscribers to the PowerCast Plus. We also offer a special version of this show free of those network ads. Go to the Plus for more, the Plus for more. And we're just about out of those free coupon codes for the James Fox UFO documentary, The Phenomenon, with three hours of extras for five-year and lifetime subscriptions, the Plus. Tina Kyle, I'm glad you're healthy and you're raring to go. Thank you for joining us on the Paracast. Thank you for having me. Featuring Gene Steinberg is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast.